0: Wolf and Camp Notes are brought to you by Panacea Life Sciences. Discover the healing power of CBD products. Shop at panacealife.com Life. and use code RSR at checkout. Yeah. Of the Rust Report, we uh, we attended Ravens training camp today and it was a uh, pretty perfect weather, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, especially
1: when you think about Latin, how hot it was going to be, but we definitely lucked out. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, you know,
0: practice got started like it always does, with special teams. And I think the thing that stood out to me the most, I mean, he was punting the ball clear 70 to 75 yards down the field with accuracy. And um, You know, the Ravens, Drafting a punter in class in that area as a punt god. Um, I think they got the right guy. Yeah, I would say so. It's funny because.
1: A few weeks ago on the show, I'm sure everybody going a punter in the fourth round. But I guess just that it was the the offseason move that I was the most skeptical about. And I'm happy to eat my words. I was so wrong. Like the craziest part about as far as it's actually going because he's just so smooth and effortless. Like it, it looks like he's just, you know, going at like 60%. And then you realize, Oh,
0: okay. He's punting. from his, it, was, it was crazy. And it was a great start for the day. Yeah. And you know, I even noticed, I think, you know, I'm always kind of watching at the beginning of practice up for special teams. because i know they're warming up but i also know those are t- when it seems like you're just warming up um and one thing i've just noticed really consistently is Jalen Moore just seems to be really good on punt coverage like it just seems to have i mean he's, he is very fast and so um you know other than that i wouldn't say there are any like major special teams takeaways other than you know the guys are just The undrafted guys, the wide receivers, they're just – everyone knows that's what you have to do in Baltimore.
1: Yeah, uh, in that early portion of practice, it seemed like everybody was kind of flying around. more lax, not really a lot going on. But right from the rip today with the special teams, they were all really going hard. Uh, Jalen Armour Davis was another one who was flying around out
0: there as the gunner I saw. So, yeah, a lot of good things of the day, we'll say. Yeah, and then starting with uh, starting with some of the individual drills. Um, again, there wasn't anything that really really stood out to me after the drill day to get a ton of takeaways from. Um, I will say that uh, I've noticed Devin Duvernay looks like. Almost a different receiver than the first two. A lot of excitement about Prochet. And then Prochet is out, Wallace is out, and DuVernay comes back. And DuVernay is kind of reminding everyone why he's the third-round pick, why he'd probably take the top off the defense speed. But you can see, I just feel like more precision in his route running. It seems like he's, he's trying... To incorporate some of those nuances of head fakes and get your man away from you in finish routes the way say Bateman does. So um that was good to see.
1: Yeah, for sure. I actually remember one point little cut move. They were having one of the whether it was the trainers or just one of the practice guys kind of shadow him as a corner and he just put a awesome move on him. So seeing him him kind of Round out his game a little more. And nice to see. And in terms of the individuals, the other one that really, to me, I had my eye on is JK Dobbins, just because, you know, last week he came out um, and he looks good, but he also looked very much like, you know, maybe 75%, like he wasn't totally, totally ready to get out there yet. But today he looked, he, looked, he was like limping at all. It was just very, uh, you know, very, very crisp, very, you know, he was sticking and moving, his cuts were all good. It just, you know, catching passes, he can figure out that part this year too. So yeah, um, n- nothing really super, super important to talk about from individuals, but
0: a few good things to see. So, the very, very, very clear management of, of his workload. And they're doing that with the rest of, you know, with the rest of the guys that are coming off injured reserve. you know Marcus Peters came back only was in drills the defense was on the other side of the field for most of practice so you didn't see um a ton of Peters but he, he's not in the he's not in like one-on-ones yet he's definitely not in team drills I'm already feed up on this team um he, he he's competing for a roster spot like he was last year because um you know that injury miss- missing so much I camp that sets you back especially when you've got guys um, so you know the the workload management is a you know very intentional thing they're doing, but it also, you know, for for guy like Washington, it's more important to get him back out there than it is.
1: Brussels Street replay later tonight. We'll talk about the you know the guys who are going to make the fifty three and our predictions and stuff like that. And it's kind of tough for our Darius Washington because he a path where he makes the team. It's unfortunate, and, you know, he's a great player. I I would wish him nothing but the best, but I just, you know, looking at the depth, and even, like you said, Gino, I just, I don't know, he just feels like one of those first guys off. Like, it doesn't even feel like, to me, it's going to be
0: Much of a question. And I don't mean to sound like a total hater. Yeah. And I think, you know, the team brings in depth, and we can actually just talk about the secondary in general right now, which now that they are, you know, the, the only thing they're missing really is Peters. They, they're a deep McDonald talked on, uh, I think it was Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember about how many different options they have in the slot, for example. Um, and I how that's going to allow them to play more matchups. It's going to allow just in their defense. Um, and I think because they want to do that, I know people, a lot of people talk about, you know, trading Chuck Clark, you know, him not playing as much, but I think with what they're going to try and do on that team to call things out, to make sure everyone's in the right position. And so, you know, I would say Clark is having quietly an amazing camp i feel like i feel like he looks really good Seeing have seen him shut down mark andrews way more times than i've seen anyone else even come close to sticking with andrews mm-hmm. and that's definitely not a knock on on andrews or saying he's regressed or anything it's just the amount of times he goes up against andrews right he knows he's used to it
1: and and again with all these questions that we still have at this second middle linebacker spot and I think I said this in our last show need that maybe you want that extra safety you know that fifth safety in there that can sort of drop down and and play a lot of those number two in the middle of the field but really the quarterback on defense which is what he was last year and uh, today he was calling a lot of stuff out too so even though they brought in Hamilton it looks like like Clark still is in the secondary
0: yeah and today was the first time I really saw Marcus Williams pop he doesn't participate in the like the individual one-on-one drills so he doesn't really get a chance to show off there I mean ever going to be in one-on-one situations and coverage Mm -hmm. and that's why you know Clark is in there because he'll sometimes hang in the slot Mm -hmm. but um he broke up a pass intended for Devin DuVernay uh, he looks like he haven't heard much about him coming out of camp which isn't great for you know signing a seven million seventy million dollar safety but at the same time in camp there's not a ton for a free safety like him to do that's roved completions that have been in camp they haven't really been on Williams they haven't really beat Williams deep and so those balls don't get thrown a lot but he still is doing his job on those plays and so you know he's not getting the attention um has had like kind of an up and down in camp i think he's gotten kind of a bad rap because he's you know had a couple guys lose him in one-on-ones but those are so heavily slanted against the offense when he's in him as like a depth corner again the roster math is tough but uh, you know a vet like that for the practice squad or a handshake deal to come back but um Definitely a guy who has some, who has a decent
1: amount. Feels like he's going to be a practice squad guy. But um, today was my first day there. So all that I've heard coming into today was 025. He's looked horrible. I, I didn't see him have a bad rep today. Now I wasn't watching him every play. So it's entirely possible that he did, but um, he, he wasn't exposed in
0: the way that has been reported yeah he had a he had a really nice rep against Jalen moore um moore ran a good route and looked like he was was gonna get open and williams just flipped his that's kind of very you know basic technique stuff but it's good to see um and kind of moving on to the receivers now that i mentioned it, it
1: kind really of, quick before we move on i just want to mention uh also broke up a touchdown today in the goal line drill. That was uh really promising to see. He's another one coming off of an injury.
0: So it was just good to see him kind of get a uh, mixed other end of the on those matchups with the receivers, which is obviously one of the one of the main stories that we're watching out of camp. Um I want to preface this with a, like don't be worried, but just to see even the reaction of everyone kind of watching the sidelines was like checking their eyes. Like yeah. you know, Tony Jefferson did needed- a Put on his glasses like not <laughs> not um all of the top receivers in the nfl seem to like lead the league in drops every year it's because they're open so often um two babins always getting, and three he did have a few nice grabs too um consistently getting open i mean he absolutely torched marlon humphrey on a poster yeah, re- out he couldn't really hit him for the touchdown yeah
1: one touchdown yeah the
0: the 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 fruits of getting his, these wide receiver coaches, T Martin and Keith Williams, are really coming, really coming in now. Uh, you can really see the, the improvements, especially in guys like training camp. You can see he is very much working on the precision of his footwork and his cuts in a way that it is very influenced by Williams and the way they coach their press
1: coverage drills today and individuals. And uh it, they all v- very similar, like you said, very very crisp, very, um, um, you know, from a technically really sort of poo-poo of the day was what you just mentioned, Bateman dropping those passes. One of them that would have been a touchdown from Lamar Jackson on a really, really nice ball, by the way, from Lamar. Cause I know there um, I, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not too, too concerned right now. But I know, I believe last week there were some drops that people were mentioning too for Bateman. So overall, I'm not going to overreact, but I guess it has to at least be mentioned, you know? Yeah, it's almost just one of the
0: things that you just, you do a double take and it happened. Um, but B, he is always working on it, like I said. And so a guy like Bateman... And I'm less worried about. And honestly, then I gotta practice getting in actual work and things like that. Hmm. Um, Love being able to throw some shade. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned the quarterbacks. Uh, I will say, don't tell Dove climbing that. Yeah, I think p- part of it's you know, Anthony Brown's looking all right. He had a really nice. I think he had a really. Really nice completion. I think it was to Bateman down the left side. You know, overall, you know, like you mentioned about Jackson, I wouldn't say it's so much that he's cooling down, but the defense is meshing well together. The secondary is getting healthier. And so the other thing is it's the offense. And, you know, they're figuring out what works and what doesn't. They're working out kinks. And so as it's almost like Lamar almost came in catch up to him in terms of being that general game readiness yeah and i
1: mean hell dude you're playing against the same guys every single day like if start that we saw from lamar and like he was just continuing to torch the defense despite how long they've had to adjust to him and like get themselves out of the ball i saying uh we would be a lot more concerned th- than if it's like, oh, okay, the defense is starting to step up. Lamar hasn't looked quite as hot. Y- you know, I trust that Lamar is going to be there. and had just been torched all throughout camp, and then we're rolling them out there week one. Like, I'm, 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 go- I'm okay with.
0: Lamar struggling a little bit here. Yeah, speaking of Lamar versus the defense, it, it felt like the defensive line, the front seven, was just very much winning. At the, at least certainly oh, in the passing, man. scrambling, trying to make plays on the run, trying to extend plays quite a bit. Um, not every, you know, not always blown dead because they are very, very fast and can get, get away especially when you know the, the edge it is it is notable that Odafe O.A. looks as good as he does every <laughs> single practice no matter what like it's a strong performance of practice
1: dude it is crazy like it was to the point where in in team drills they were like they were they were calling like slip screens like to record and st- like as advertised, like coming in all, you know, all that I'd heard and leading up to this in campus, how great he's looked and, but he's going to be able to block him one-on-one
0: this year. I I really don't. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Justin Modibuque and Broderick Washington, the two 2020 picks. who, you know, it's interesting. I I would have been very fourth guy up on the defensive line, a a rotational piece. Um, He might be like the fifth or sixth defensive lineman on this team with how, I think the Ravens, you know, have a top three run defense again. And, you know, the question is, and the question we'll keep asking Is who's, who's going to be there off the edge? Um, bat down at the line today. He came off the line, he, you know, but he came off completely unblocked. So it's a fairly simple play to make, but he did make it. Um, he's, he looked good in the first acts, And so it, it's it's tough to be like, yeah, Means is our third third edge rusher, rotational guy. Um, they're they're going to have to figure out ways to keep.
1: Yeah, and every day that passes, we keep asking the question, like, is today going to be the day they go and sign a J-A-P-P, G- somebody like that, and somebody on the other side of O-A, somebody more, because obviously we still have Houston. Bowser will be back, but, you know, we're, we're hoping that's before week one, but we can't know for certain. Uh, as you mentioned, he had the bat down today, but – Uh, Some more depth there definitely feels like the move, especially when like like there's so much receiver, and it just it feels like ultimately that's not how it's going to finish. Like it feels like safety and receiver are probably the two positions that they're most likely. Whether it's keeping extra offensive lineman and another pass rusher, so I guess really it just.
0: All of us at this point are kind of waiting. And before we get to our last few topics here, I just want to remind everyone that Camp Notes are brought to you by Panacea Life Sciences. As everyone knows, unfortunately, last race who didn't miss time, they still had to deal with plenty of aches and pains. Just like the weekend warriors out there who play softball, basketball, racquetball, Tennis, flag like football, golf—like me, NFL—to be amateur athlete. CBD products are so beneficial, non-addictive, and less expensive than big pharma products and over-the-counter meds without the side effects. And they discount by using discount code RSR at checkout when visiting panacea.life.com. Panacea Life Sciences CBD products that work. So I think the the last 2019 renaissance, this throwback to Lamar's MVP season where they just obliterated everybody on the ground. Lamar even talked about, you know, Andrews Boyne likely. like they ran the ball a lot in practice today and for the most part, pretty well. I think their, their runs looked a lot better uh, up the middle. Didn't seem to really get anywhere. Um, but I would say in general... Offensive line, especially run blocking, I think they've I think they've done a good job. In the rushing
1: game, that stuck out to me pretty predominantly. Uh, one, which not as much as the other one, I'm going to talk about, was uh, that in w- with Dobbins, Nappens, and getting the first reps. Now it was very much a rotation. You know, it wasn't him getting the 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 far lion share of the care. Aries, but um just see us didn't you know thought was like a shoe in to not kind of make the team after they went and they go draft batty and they bring in mike davis but it almost seems like that kind of lit a fire under field is probably the best that i've seen so far since he's been in the nfl and the fact that he's doing that coming off an achilles is is crazy so that was really cool to see but it was also a mountain out of a molehill here But um, it it seems like they were given a lot of carries to Devin DuVernay. There was a lot of, like, reverses and things like that, especially in the early hyper-targeting and, like, super focusing on working on and getting better. But there was – Devin DuVernay was very involved in the sweep game today. uh, More than I've I've asked. So that, that was kind of interesting to see and could be an extra, you know, added wrinkle. Into the offense this year on a more consistent basis.
0: Yeah, I think they're – I think in in training camp, it's it, maybe it's just me, but it just feels like the Ravens have struggled to execute them for for quite a few years. And and I'm not just talking about Roman. I just think in general, it's none of it. Obviously, you know, Tylen Wallace got hurt on a on taking taking a sweep during the preseason game on a probably less than an optimal block might likely and so (laughs) this um in practice more i don't know if that really means they're going to see it that much in games maybe they're helping the defense perhaps too um it looks good um no snap issues from makari uh tyree phillips continues to maul people at left guard I, st- I still think he is a. I still think he trouble pinning down is evaluating Morgan Moses and Jawan James mm. because in, in, in run blocking they look fine. Moses Mo- Moses looks like he's really enjoying getting a run block as much as he could. They are because O is just obliterating anyone in front of him consistently, and so you know him. Beating James or Moses is like, okay, not. Obviously, they're susceptible to that. But you don't see really anyone else beat them in practice. Daylon Hayes, Stephen Means. Uh, they brought Chuck Wiley back. I uh, just don't see anyone really blowing by Moses or James. But again, they're not facing that strong of competition. So it's it's a tough eval. I would say, in general, um, Moses looks And James... Is showing signs of being his own. Is showing signs of being his old self. I would say, but the proof is really going to be. Yeah, for
1: sure, and especially the way that like quarterbacks are sort of protected in the team portion of practice. It's like it's almost linebacker and safety, where it's almost like tough to really stand out. Like the only way you're going to really be noticed is if you're just getting blown. up. And to your point, none of them really had right tackles to throw in there today. Daniel Falalele left practice. Um, It was tough to really see what it was. And obviously John Harbaugh didn't speak to the media after practice today. So we didn't really get much of a follow-up, but um yeah, it doesn't worry me at all. I think the offensive line, especially the right there, whether it's all three of them or whether it's, you know, James getting kicked over to the left. If Ronnie can't go week one, either way, I'm not, I'm not worried.
0: worried you know no no I'm, I'm not worried about tackle I'm not like that mm. concerned I don't you know don't really want him to but he looked really good when he did have to play last year mm. so so I I think with I think what says he walked off over his own, under his own power so it was nothing you know super significant yeah um but definitely something In the monitor um you know made their made their you know, at this point you know they have a couple practices this week then they're off to arizona for their for their second preseason game and i think that's when we're going to start to see some clarity on on what this self and i think that's probably a, a good way to wrap up how things went today all right well thanks so much for joining me ron and thank you to everyone